<sighs> hey guys, long time no here. Long time no pod. Yeah. Anyways, we're back. This is like our 50th hiatus, but we're back. <laughs> I think at this point, we're just like the irregular. We're the irregular pod. I hope our I hope our listeners can forgive us. Let's see how many people still listen. Let me log in. Ah, anyways. I'm like excited. Uh, I'm excited to do this episode because I genuinely like, I was thinking about this before we hit record, but like during quarantine and by quarantine I mean the pandemic like Shafan and I used to regularly speak every single week for an, like an hour and a half about our lives yeah. like, we used to do that every single week no matter wait, what wait a second so we, have, we still have seven monthly seven listeners per week we have almost 400 hey, plays what we have 378 all-time plays and someone listened to the most random life update seven times. Well, I mean, there's been seven plays. Oh, my God. And the listening platforms changed completely. Now most people stream on something besides Spotify or Anchor. Because Spotify is only 28% now. And 5% of people listen from Germany. What? What? Oh, maybe it's my cousin. Do you have cousins in Germany? Wait, no, she moved to Brazil, so that doesn't make any sense. Who's in Germany? Wait, why, why did you make that connection? No, okay, she yeah. she's always been my Germany cousin. Like, every single time I go to Europe, we end mm-hmm. up meeting because she just comes in from Germany because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, she just moved to Brazil, like, right before the pandemic. Like, I completely forgot about it, right? Like, 2019, I think, or 2020, maybe? So I just completely forgot. But, she, yeah, so no, she's not listening from germany so but i've gotten like so used to us talking every week that it's like weird when we don't work wait what just happened you're frozen no you froze yeah my wife i literally cut out nice (laughs) anyways what i was saying was i got so used to us filming every week that it's just weird when we don't because i just feel empty yeah, I would say I feel the opposite. I'm like, I'm like overfilled with like thoughts and I'm like, where's my weekly outlet? You know what yeah, I mean? That's like the same. I mean, like empty isn't like I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, wait. I, I don't think I realized how much I missed it kind of mm-hmm. until we've been like being so erratic for like the past five, six months that I've been like realizing, oh my God, like I kind of miss this moment. I agree. Also, life update quickly. Yeah. I have my first college interview tomorrow. And the life hack I was given is to just treat it. My teacher was telling me just treat it like you're on your podcast. And I was like, okay. Oh, does wait, do they listen to our podcast? But I mentioned I have oh. one. No, they didn't, but I mentioned that I have one. They were like, just think about it like a conversation on there. So, am I allowed to say on here? Yeah. K Joff. Joffrey? Yeah. Oh, he knows you have a podcast. That is so cool. Yeah, I mentioned it in my letter of recommendation. Anyways, I'm I was really scared last week, but I'm feeling a lot more optimistic. And yeah, it's tomorrow. <gasps> Speaking oh, of tomorrow. Good luck. I'm sure you'll do great. 
Thank you. I think people always come out of college interviews feeling really positive about it. I think it's like a very down-to-earth experience in a way. Mm -hmm. I really hope so. Um, Speaking of tomorrow, I'm going to talk about something that's going to happen in 20 minutes. This, that was a horrible transition, but the sun is going to set in literally 20 minutes and it's 4.22 p.m. Daylight savings. Yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about it this year? Because it's like it used to be like a week ago when we would go to school. It'd be pitch black in the morning, like until the end of our first class. But now the sun sets, no, the sun comes up before I even drive to school yeah you know what I actually really like it like during that time where I went to Florida for three months and I like woke up there I remember that my general morning experience was so much better because I would wake up to sunlight like I would wake up to literally sun pouring through my windows and I was like oh my god this makes me so happy and it's obviously not the same as waking up to like a cloudy like half sun out type vibe but I think it's so much better to wake up to natural light than wake up in the darkness and like you know your circadian rhythm like you know well literally it's like (laughs) now when I wake up it's like since there's already some light coming up I'm like oh okay like the daytime but then like exactly it used to be like I used to be like oh you know what if I just went back to sleep right now like it's literally dark outside like why am I going to school you know yeah agreed the problem like the flip side is that then when you get home from school it gets really dark really really fast so when you're doing homework it's kind of like why it looks like nighttime outside but also on the flip side I find it a little more peaceful to do homework when it's dark outside because I don't have any like distractions to like leave the house or anything because I'm like oh why would I go drive at night but it's not night yeah I've always been a night studier like right before I go to bed I study the best like especially Mm -hmm. like history and like that type of stuff where you have to like read and take notes and stuff like I do that the best Mm -hmm. at night for some reason so for me having the dark out just makes me feel like I have this like cozy vibe going on like if I really want to like romanticize my high school I mean my homework experience I light a candle or something and I think it's like there's a way to make the dark nicer when you're going to bed or like in the evening Mm -hmm. than it is in the morning like I have never been a pro daylight savings gal girl I hate it I hate that I said gal girl (laughs) ever before this but now I am. I think, yeah, I agree. Another thing is like when you wake up, you're like so distraught and then it's like dark and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, speaking of it getting really cold, I just wanted to like go on this like tangent. Apparently this is like some people, it's a shared experience. Some people think I'm crazy when I say this. But I cannot do warm coffee drinks like I can only have iced coffee like you're so quirky Chauvin no no I don't I don't mean it like that I just mean like (laughs) I can't enjoy hot drinks like it just doesn't I just can't like I I can have iced chai when my parents make it like hot I can't drink that it just it's not good to me you know what I mean what are your thoughts I think that at Starbucks chai hits when it's cold Mm -hmm. it doesn't hit when it's warm like warm Starbucks chai is like I don't know, maybe the most evil part of humanity. But I think that um, coffee warm in the morning, it's just a different experience. Like, 
I wouldn't say that if you are craving cold coffee, hot coffee could replace it. But I do think that it's a, in its own entirety valid. And like, especially during the wintertime, like I am not about to cool down my body right now. Like I need something in my hands that's going to warm my hands up. You know, like it's really about the chemistry of it all. Like it's not even about like, it's about thermodynamics, you know? Uh, don't speak to me about either of those right now. I'm sensitive anyways I just like I can't like I can only drink iced coffee during the winter like I'll like freeze my hand off because I just I can't drink hot coffee but this morning I so every year I go into this really weird hot chocolate phase where like I drink hot chocolate three times a day because I'm just like criminally obsessed with it and then I get out all my favorite mugs and it's slowly creeping up on me because I had hot chocolate after the Harry Styles concert because my throat was ruined and I just couldn't even speak. Mm-hmm. So I had, I was like, oh, I should probably drink something warm. So I had hot chocolate and I like frothed it in the coffee machine thing. And it was like the perfect hot temperature where it's like hot enough that it's like hot, but not like too hot. And then your throat feels a little like- Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know how to, it's not like burn, but it's like, it feels like you like, cleared out your nose after you've been congested or something yeah it's like a it's like a slight burn but like in a good way like I I just don't it's like clearing out like no like it's so good it's so good it was such a good feeling that was what got me into this conversation because I was like I can have hot chocolate but I can't have hot coffee but maybe I just need to try maybe you need to switch to like a hot mocha and then you can make it to a hot coffee like Mm -hmm. it's kind of the the pathway that you have to take you know so true speaking of having to drink hot chocolate after a concert you went to you went to i don't even i think that's just like on tour that was just like a spiritual awakening okay just like context i've been listening to harry styles since he was in one direction it's like since i was like 10 and now I'm not 10 since I was like nine or eight like I was really young wait 2011 right I don't even know how old I was but that was a really really long time ago so that was just really surreal to see him and see that he's like a real person first of all that like lives and breathes like he's not a character and then second of all we wait so we're in general admission and people like camp out at like 4 a.m before the concert right. to like get to the front row yeah I saw that but I wasn't gonna go at 4 a.m so we went at 11 30 a.m and we waited for like seven hours in line and it was like pouring pouring rain like worst rain we've had in so long and it was it was like actually like painful like if you had your hand out it would like poke your skin and then it was like, oh, like hail like, almost it wasn't hail but it was just really thick rain and it was mm-hmm. really cold and then it was like, it was like, there's wind coming from every direction. It was like the umbrella was like moving, like you literally could not move. Um, and that was like really like miserable to like wait in line for seven hours. We were like, it's okay. When he comes on stage, it'll all be worth it. And it was like, I literally, once we got in the venue, I like completely forgot that we had spent like seven hours waiting outside. Um, but that was like actually crazy. And then Oh my gosh. And then he like actually performed and we were so close. We were like, there's only like two or three people in front of us. And that was, I added, I can't even explain this on the podcast. That was like an emotional experience for me. I, I cried when he was singing Fine Line. Something in me snapped and I was like, I can't do this. 
and then I just started crying that was just crazy I couldn't believe it like I don't even know what to say I can't believe that happened like I bought the ticket two years ago yeah and it happened like what I can't believe he's a real person switch conversation this is making me emotional (laughs) no I remember like you were talking about it maybe like five six episodes ago I asked you about it and you weren't even excited because this is before I even confirmed the tour is happening still and you were worried about like vaccinations and COVID but I'm glad that everything kind of turned out okay and you still had a great experience I saw your Instagram post first of all iconic but second of all explain the book to me because I know who Murakami is I have always wanted to read one of his books like he has this book called like Q84 or something oh yeah I've always wanted to read it but I've never felt like smart enough to read it so like maybe at some point but like what's the backstory there okay we should post that photo on our Instagram so people can see it this is literally so embarrassing to talk about but it's funny okay okay basically so we know people write like one direction fan fiction where it's like you're like dragged to the concert and then like the main character is like dragged to the concert like YM and then she's like, I don't want to be in a concert. And she's like, I'm different. I'm not like other girls. I like reading. I don't she like going brought to a book so to she's read like reading the concert. The concert. And then the, the guy on stage, like this mysterious man on stage is like, oh, what are you, you're reading during the concert? Come backstage. And he like me. eyes and, he, and then she has to go backstage. And then they fall in love. So I thought that was funny. So I brought a book with me. So that is concert. actually so, I love that. And it, it goes one step further. So my favorite book is Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. And I read that in, like, I read that two years ago. I did not know Harry Styles liked that book. But, like, a year or two ago, after I read the book, he, like, did some interview. And he's like, yeah, my favorite book is Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. I was like, there's no way. Anyways, I brought my book with me. And I was like, this is Harry's favorite book. I was oh, holding my God. Meant to be soulmates. I was trying to be mysterious in the crowd. And Did he, that. like, look you in the eyes? And was he like, oh, my God, this is the most special. No, literally, they like... asked me to come backstage. And I was oh, like, but you just had to, like, to say now, you know, try to be yeah. cool. Yeah, I was like, I have to go home and go to school tomorrow. I didn't go to school, but I had to just lie to them. I had to be like, sorry, guys, I can't come backstage. I know I'm so mysterious and quirky, but. Yeah, yeah, you know how it be. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Harry Styles. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety. How so? Um, so, okay, basically, I just wanted to talk about this because I had a fully formed thought about it. Oh, my God. I look so, like, monstrous right now on this lighting. But anyways, um, I've been really stressed about school recently. Like, junior year is really ruining my life. Like, mm-hmm. I know you had online junior year, so I don't know if it was as hard for you. But, like, me and almost the entirety of the people I surround myself with were all, like, communally feeling really negative. Like, there's just a lot of negative energy in the air. Our grades are pretty low. Like, low for, like, AP students. Like, things are, like, really hard. And, like, I've yet to see someone and meet someone and they're, like, I'm 100% happy right now. Like, people always have something in their life that they're kind of, like, upset about. Um, 
and it's just been a lot like I mean it's not like I'm an unhappy person I feel like I have a really positive outlook a lot of times and I am a really like anxious person person but I feel like I'm pretty good at like dealing with it but oh my god like I never expected junior year to be what it is and Mm -hmm. I never also realized how like isolating it is because it's like you feel like you're doing it all together and you're with everyone else but it's like you can't even complain about anything because everything else everyone else is going through the same thing so it almost feels like oh like oh my god I'm feeling so overwhelmed right now like the only thing they can say is I'm overwhelmed too like there's no sort of like positive energy to kind of like uplift each other like mm-hmm. I don't know like maybe it's the winter blues maybe it's like seasonal depression maybe it's just junior year but like generally like it's been crazy have you been feeling this as a senior too or like what's going on for me junior year was really different because it was online and obviously I had a really hard class load but it was probably like if I had to do that during real school and go five days a week with like seven classes each day that would have been actually like horrible like because last year our schedule was like two block days and then asynchronous and two block days so that was like a lot more manageable and honestly my junior year was pretty fine like there was a lot of stressful moments too but like I was able to like maintain myself but that's only because it was online so like I totally get what you're saying because I kind of feel it right now um I think a really big part of it is also the seasonal depression part because that's like a really real thing in Washington specifically in Seattle because it gets like so dark and like cold and like unmotivational to just like even just wake up um and I just think like I totally get what you're saying like I don't know there's something so overwhelming about school that makes you feel so alone and the fact that like you just have to like like accept the fact that like you signed up to do this and you have to do it but like you don't want to do it and no one's going to help you do it and you're just kind of like alone and you have <laughs> hours of stuff to do and you're like hmm well I kind of want to take an hour to like eat food and like relax myself and then you're like oh well you know I have so much my eyes no and then you're like oh you know I have so much stuff to do so I can't even take this hour to like eat food and then you get so depressed because you're like I can't even take an hour to eat food out of my day like how am I living like what is life worth anymore if I can't even take an hour to eat food and then you get like really sad because you're like why did I do this anyways I feel you completely um I feel like you're probably yours is probably hitting worse I'm trying to be really positive right now and I'm gonna be honest I have gotten to the point where I don't really let school get these negative emotions on me um but I just think hang in there because I think it's gonna get better. That's all I have to say. Oh my god, is this a therapy session? Maybe. Honestly, it's not gonna get better for a while. I'm gonna <laughs> be honest. It's really not gonna get better. Yeah. Um, once you take those AP tests, it's gonna feel a lot better. So that's definitely true. I think just hold down the fort and stay strong. Oh my god, what a queen. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I, I'm definitely like being slightly dramatic. Like it's not mm-hmm. like no, like I definitely have every right to be dramatic. My own experience, like I feel like to a certain extent, like like I could have just taken less APs or like, you know what I mean? Like I I obviously this is in my control and I signed up for this, which is what's the most frustrating part. But it's also like, did I? Because the whole system here is just built around pushing kids and pushing kids and pushing us to do everything. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the system here as in just Seattle, but I'm talking about the way that the world works right now. Like 
everything's about college and I've never felt more frustrated by that ever in my life I honestly this is like a separate tangent I'm sorry to like go off of your conversation but like no that's the whole point listen listen, this is gonna get into a different (laughs) conversation entirely as a senior like I get that like this is like college application season but it's so I'm gonna try to be respectful right now it's so obscenely annoying how much people talk about college applications it's like I get it like we are all doing the exact same applications shut up calm down I don't want to hear about it I came to school to do chemistry and calculus like I don't want to hear about any common app supplemental essays right now and like all people ever do is talk about it all day long it's like I feel like people are just doing it for attention it's like you're like oh I have to go home and write my supplemental essay for blah 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 oh my gosh it's so bad it's like why are you saying this and then people will be like no 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 you'll definitely get in your essay is amazing and be like really thanks like are you like so insecure that you have to talk about this all day at school it's so annoying like I don't want to hear about it you talk about this all day every single day of the like entire week it's like we're literally all applying to the same schools we have the same GPA the same SAT like stop I don't want to hear it get a life people will be like someone was like yeah I wanted to go to the Harry Styles concert but you know it's college app season so I can't you can't even take one night out of your life like just plan ahead that's just poor planning on you like how stupid do you have to be to not even be able to plan six hours at not even six hours it's like 90 minutes there the concert was two hours and then 90 minutes back how can you not even take one night off like I know you were not working then. I feel like it's so annoying. I don't want to hear people talk about it anymore because it's literally not that stressful once you have the main essay done. Like, I just, I'm so sick and tired of hearing everyone talk about college applications. Like, you're going to get into college. I I don't want to hear you complain about it all day long. Yeah, I think you bring up a really interesting point because, like, you know that conversation you just said, like, Oh, like, oh my God, I'm going to do so bad. No, I promise you're going to do good. That's like the conversations me and my friends have at a constant, like every single day, every single period, like for AP Lang, for AP Calc, for Spanish, for psych, for like every single class. Like that's all we talk about. That's all we say. And it's so annoying. Like, I feel like there's no in-depth conversations anymore. It's just that. So I agree. It's like so annoying. Like, it's like, okay, we get it. We're all doing the same thing. Like, let's move on. Let's talk about interesting. Well, literally, it's like, I feel like people need to like get a life. Like not everything is about college applications. Like I'm doing it and I still manage to have a life and talk about literally anything but that. So like, I think everyone else just needs to like take notes because it's getting really repetitive and annoying. And I literally just spent five minutes complaining about it on something that I literally put on my resume and my common app activities section. And so like, who knows, maybe they will listen to this episode and hear me complain about it. But you know what? I stand by everything I said. It is really annoying. You know, you're going to have so much fun next year when that's all anyone ever talks about. Shut up. The thing is, like, I have a certain amount of obsession with college, and it's not what you think it is. Like, people are listening, judging me. Like, I am obsessed with figuring out where people go to college, as in, like, let me match your vibes. 
like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's not like I'm trying to judge you for your academic success. I'm trying to judge you based off what city you want to be in, what the party scene you like, what type of sorority you join. Like, you genuinely, it just interests me. Can you match me somewhere? You know what? I don't know if you're applying. Okay, I'm going to have to think about this. So do you want to bring another topic while I think about it? Okay, you think about that. Um, speaking of college, I've been watching Gilmore Girls lately. Oh, did I just speak a full sentence? I've been watching Gilmore Girls lately. Literally my comfort show right now. Like I come home and I turn it on and I like cuddle up in a little fetal position pose. I think Columbia I just... or like Oxford. Ah, I'm applying to both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel validated. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one I applied to was Oxford because their deadline was first. I don't think I'll get in, but like, that's crazy. <gasps> anyway. Anyways, what I was going to say was <laughs> I love that show and I just sometimes I feel like I'm living more than one day in one day because I just like watch so many episodes and so many like days happen and I'm like wow I did so much today because like they watch like, like five episodes of Gilmore yeah but they live like two weeks and like that five is episodes. so true so I'm like wow that was a lot today has been a long day I did so many things because like I feel the time passing in the episodes oh my god that's really funny such I a good literally show. feel like Lorelai and Rory exist. Like, I cannot explain the connection I have to these characters. I've never felt this before in my life. I think I watched Gilmore Girls in its entirety in March of 2020. Like, I finished it in March of 2020, I mean. like I Oh, that's when I finished Gossip Girl. Like, I literally would sit in my room on my phone, too, for some reason, and watch every single episode. And, like, every single time my family would come in my room, they'd be like, what are you watching? And I'd be like, Gilmore Girls. Because the episodes go by so quickly. I don't know how to explain it. But, like, I've watched it maybe, like, three times, four times in its entirety since then. Like, I literally have it on repeat. Like, I can't explain it. I just, no, just love it. So good. Right now, uh, Tristan just watched this show, and I'm kind of sad about that. Bro, it's literally because his actor had, like, a different job to book. Yeah, like, One Tree Hill. It's so yeah, dumb. like, okay, nobody cares about oh, that. Gilmore God. Girls is way more relevant. Exactly. That's, like, have you seen the tweet that it's, like, when actors are, like, quit the show to go do other projects, and you never hear about the projects, and you never hear about them again? Really? <laughs> Why are you doing that? Are you getting paid more or something? Probably. no they're not it's just like they get like a more lead character and they're like mm-hmm. it's time for me to be an individual no it's not time for you no you need to support the characters in gilmore Girls. how dare you do what you want to do exactly it's like you literally have a designated place in society now might as well keep going with it i feel like you're like not even that far you're still in season one then i'm on season two you haven't met Jess Let me yet? episode I'm on. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. I thought you haven't. So I'm being really suspicious. I'm on season two, episode 11. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. He just They just did the Romeo and Juliet thing. Yeah. Wait, that's so... They just did, like, the weird, like, periodical dinner thing. Oh, that was my one of my favorite episodes. I really love that one. And, like, Jackson and Suki so classic 
Oh my gosh, I love them. They're so cute. Anyways, what else has been going on with you? Um, I don't know, honestly. Like, genuinely, this is so sad, but, like, school is my life at this point. It's really depressing. I'll wrap this up by saying thanks so much for listening. I'm literally not going to edit this episode because I feel like there's nothing to edit out. Like, we were really spilling the tea. Ew. Spilling the hot coffee, apparently, because we love that now. There's no hot coffee to spill. Um, the sun has basically set. Yeah, it's dark. There's, like, a little bit of, like, what is that, dusk left? No. Twilight? Um, yeah, dusk, right? Dusk, dusk, yeah, dusk. Isn't it dusk till dawn? Yeah, so this is dusk. Are, are, you, a Zane? are you a Zane? Are you a Zane? Did we talk about that? Did we not talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I honestly don't know what to believe about that because, like, obviously, I don't know any of them personally. Um, I just think it's funny that their dad unfollowed the mom and followed Zane instead. And that he gained a million followers and Gigi lost a million followers and her mom lost millions of followers, too. Um, that is funny. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I I still listen to his music. It's really good. Um, I don't I don't know if what he said is like whatever said is like what happened. And I don't know why you would file a lawsuit against someone for like verbal harassment over someone swearing on the phone because that's like I don't know. I don't know. Up to them. That's it's not lot. my personal life. It's just like too much to unpack. It's like I don't even know. First of all, why did they go to TMZ the before they? What? I just don't get why it's in the public. Like it's it's. No, my question is why did they? Why did Yolanda Hadid tell TMZ before filing a police report? Did you know that? Because the police report was filed after the TMZ report. I don't know. Something about this is just fishy. Is it and did you for both sides? Is it like to get their name I, back? And you know what I heard? It is. I heard that Yolanda Hadid is trying to get custody for Gigi. Like Gigi's baby, they're trying to get her custody of the baby, so they're putting all this. Gigi wants a hundred percent custody, and then this. Yeah, that's what they want. I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. But like, that makes a lot of sense, actually. You know why it's so sketchy? Is because again, they didn't file a police report until after they filed a TMZ report. Like, what? Don't you think that's so weird? And second of all, like the TMZ like police file thing says. Z-A-Y, like his legal name on it is Z-A-Y-N, but his real name is like Z-A-I-N, like the way my brother's name is spelled. Like that's his state name, Z-A-Y-N. And then it also says, it says like race and ethnicity white, but he's Asian. So it's like, I don't really know the validity of TMZ if they're going to keep posting this stuff. No, I just think it's so weird. Like if you're actually trying to protect, like protect your child, wouldn't you go file a police report before telling the press yeah i don't know she's like a weird person like i don't know we don't know them so like we can't really make any judgment on it i just think it's fishy the saddest part of this is like you know all this drama is drama but as soon as a child is involved it makes me Mm -hmm. sad to see family issues come out in public because this kid is gonna grow up and look back on this and even if it's a joke even if it's a pr move i as a child would never want to see this this my grandma hating my dad like 
I don't know. It's maybe I'm just being like too savvy about it because they live in this world where there's always going to be drama, and I get that. But it makes me sad. Like if you like Northwest when like Kanye was like, you know, yeah. I was saying that's like Northwest when Kanye was like, we tried to abort her. Yeah. Why would you tell everyone that? Why would you tell everyone that? That makes you a poor. Also, Yolanda Hadid leaked the photo of their baby online. Yeah, I know. That's also really bad. I don't know. This whole situation is sketchy. And again, it's like, I don't think it's fair to judge the personal lives of people you don't know. Like, why would you defend someone you don't know? Like, people are, like, dead set on, like, both sides. It's like, okay, but, like, it's like you don't know them. So, like, why are you, why are you being Yeah, so- I mean, to me, this is just drama on the internet I that just I like to insert suspicious. my opinion on. That's all I'm going to say. Is that I think it's a little suspicious. Like, the whole Agreed. report thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll ever, like, be, like, dead set on one side. Because, obviously, it's a whole suspicious investigation. Yeah. Like, that is really suspicious, don't you think? Agreed. It's fishy for sure. I think some more news will come out and everything will clear up. By the way, guys, before we wrap up the episode, in AP Psychology, we learned that fish actually, the smell of fish actually makes you more suspicious. Oh, that is actually very true. We have a psychology test on Friday. This is sus and this smells fishy. Yeah, you're like, that's fishy. That's suspicious. Fun fact of the day. Fun fact, I'm really scared for the psych test. Yeah, me too. Do you want to look on Fiveable right now? Let's look at the... Does it actually help? I did that for the last test. It was pretty helpful. AP psychology. She, like, actually tried to help us this time for the test, like, that PowerPoint she did. Are we on... What? Are we on sensation and perception? Yeah. What I do is I just go through every single part of the Fiveable, and I also look through all the textbook, and I do these practice tests online. And it turns out pretty okay. I was gone when we did the um, personal progress checks. I literally don't know what we're doing. And I asked her to open up the progress check, but I asked her yesterday. So I don't know if she, I don't know if it's still open because I didn't do it yesterday. Nice. Let's see. Guys, this is a moment of truth before we wrap up the episode is whether or not I'm going to get to do this personal progress check. Yeah. Oh, it's open. Well. Okay, looks like we're in luck. That doesn't smell fishy to me. That's like the opposite of fishy. That's like refreshing. That's like a warm cup of hot cocoa. Yeah, a hot cup of hot cocoa. Oh, of course. Hot cocoa. Hello. Yeah, duh. Anyways, thanks for (laughs) listening. Our link tree is in our bio of whatever you're listening. We're going to school blog eventually. Yeah, guys, trust me, it's coming. We're going to be Emma Chamberlain one day. One, I think soon, once we get over this weird rough patch of school that's happening, it'll it'll get better. <laughs> that being the entirety of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, something about recently is just so stressful. Agreed. Best Anyways, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure you follow our Instagram. And, come like, our seven followers, please, please come back come back soon please come back, come back. next please week maybe. Back. are I you know what you meant by that i know that song you do yeah i do <gasps> finally enough Easy. I do. um and thank you so much for almost 400 listen plays thank you bays
Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.